Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Welcome back, sister friend. I'm so excited you're here for episode number two, where we are diving into mindset strategies, things that you can use as a Christian entrepreneur. We're not talking about woo-woo stuff. We're talking about biblically sound mindset strategies that literally are going to help you change your life, change your business. And that's really what one of the main pillars of this entire podcast is about because I in my coaching practice, you know, I struggled for such a long time because I am a certified Christian life coach. I struggled. Do I call myself a life coach or do I call myself a business coach? Uh, You know, what am I? What do I do, God? And so he's really given me this title that, which by the way, took years to get to this point, but I am loving where he has me now. And it's a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. And we'll dive into those two specific things, heavily the mindset strategy and heavily on this kingdom blueprints. What what am I talking about? I'm going to share all of that uh, actually in tomorrow's episode. But I want to dive today into mindset strategies because it is important and it's it um, it is biblically it's biblically sound because Romans twelve two one of the, a very popular verse. And you probably have heard it. It's do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's the NIV version. Um, I'm going to read you a couple other versions. I know I've shared with you before. I was raised on King James, and then I went to New King James. And personally, I get this question a lot, so I'll answer it right now. I really love my NIV women's study Bible. I can drop the link below specifically to what that Bible is because context is important and the study Bible will let you dive deeper instead of just reading the words and trying to figure out what it means on your own. However, uh, I've been on this interesting journey the last couple of years to read through different versions of the Bible. Currently, I'm reading a... Uh, um, the message version, which is interesting because it's paraphrased and uh, there's pros and cons to that, but uh, we can dive into that in a, maybe another podcast, but it's a, it's a really, it's a question I get often. So I'm addressing it now. I really, there's a couple different versions of the Bible that I really enjoy. And the NIV is one of those. So there is that. Uh, but let's take a look at the new living translation. It's don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. 
And then the English Standard Version says, do not conform, be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is biblical truth. It's right here. We see it because we know that we can be changed. If we can change our mindset, we can change our life. And it's not us, it's God doing that through us because when we take on the mind of Christ, then we can start to see life through his lenses and we can see, make decisions based on what God, you know, the WWJD, what would Jesus do, right? And so mindset's important. It's crucial. It's absolutely crucial to your calling and to be able to fulfill your 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 purpose here on earth. So Again, this is going to be a topic we talk about forever, and uh, I'm going to give you kind of the overarching idea of what I want you to start thinking about when you think about your mindset and you think about what it is that uh, that you know that God wants you to do in this 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 specific area of your business and and your life, right? So I want you to think about this. Close your eyes and think about the fact that your mind is like a garden. It's like a garden. And there are some really important pieces to a healthy, fruitful garden, right? And so we think about it, and it really boils down to these three things. Soil, seeds, and sowing. Soil, seeds, and sowing. And so I don't know about you, but I literally kill like every flower, every plant. Uh, I am not, I do not have green thumbs. But in the world of business, I feel like uh, I definitely have been able to yield really good fruit. Um, and again, I want to make sure that especially because we're talking about business and we can get so goal oriented and we can talk about success, right? I, I want to make sure that I'm really clear on the fact that I don't believe success is just money and driving your dream car or getting a, a promotion or a, your title or whatever, um, success to God is obedience. And so that really starts in our gardens. It starts with our mindset. And the entire idea around Garden of Favor is to get our mindset and our heart set in line with the Father so we can yield a beautiful garden. And not for us, but for other people and for God, for God's glory. And so soil, seeds, and sowing. So it starts with the soil, right? If you have unhealthy soil, which is your mind, right? If you have unhealthy soil, then you are not going to yield healthy fruit, healthy, have a healthy harvest. There's not going to be, and we can even look at the parable of the sower. It's a perfect example. If you haven't ever read that, go read the parable of the sower. And it talks about the type of soil that he's planting in. And so if you are planting seeds and you're sowing seeds in unhealthy soil, you can be guaranteed that whatever comes of it is not going to be what God originally intended. And I'm going to give you strategies and all different types of things that you can start to do in order to create healthy soil. But I want to give you this image first. You know, and so then this there's the seeds, right? Well, the question is, what what seeds do you have? 
And God has seeds for you. And so does the enemy. He wants nothing more than to plant weeds in your garden and overtake the space that God wants to plant. Beautiful, lush, fruitful seeds that are going to yield a good thing. And so what are the seeds that you are allowing to be planted in your mind? This is where I really work one-on-one with women with identifying the very things which we often refer to as weeds that are holding them back from experiencing and living in God's fullness and what he intended for you. And all this really boils down to the seeds. What, What seeds have you allowed to be planted in your soil and take over space whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? This can, it can be a good or a bad thing. And so the other part of it is sowing. Listen, if we, if we can identify a seed, but we never put it in the soil, well, then it, it's never going to grow, right? So the, the, the beauty of when you start to recognize the seeds and especially the, the bad ones, right? The ones that you were never meant to, to plant and to sow, well, you can recognize them and you can, you don't ever have to plant them, right? But then the other part of that is, so let's say you have, you've, you've figured out how to have this rich soil. I'm going to talk with you about that later. And then you you can identify the different seeds, good and bad. You leave the bad ones, you take the good ones and you start planting them. Well, then you start, you start literally, you take the seed and then you sow it. You put it in, in the soil. And then what do you do with that? Well, you have to water your garden. You have to, you have to, I often refer to this as more of your soul care, right? What are you continuing to nourish these seeds with? And as you water them, uh, you know, what is it that you're watering them with? And I will give you some of those tips today. And then the ongoing process of a gardener, no matter what point you have reached in your life, in your spirituality, in your relationship with God, in your business, you've got to weed your garden, because the enemy is so sneaky and so sly and he loves to come in and he loves to plant weeds. And before you know it, you're like, wait a second. I didn't even, and sometimes they're like secret ones where you don't even know until they're so big and they're staring at you and you're like, oh, how did that get there? And that's really the work that I do one-on-one with women is help them identify the weeds in their garden. And then we get to the root of the weed. Where did that come from? What is that lie that you have been believing? What is the thing that's holding you back from taking the next step, clearing the space so that God can plant what he wants to plant in your garden so that then you yield good things? So let's talk a little bit about the soil. And this your soil matters, right? I would love for you to think on a scale from one to 10, how rich do you feel your soil is? Be honest with yourself. How rich do you feel like you are building your life and your business in a, on a solid foundation in rich, nutrient-rich soil? You know who you are. A big part of mindset is your identity in Christ. A big part of mindset is God's identity, knowing who he is, because if we're made in his image, then we need to understand who he is first before we can understand who we are in him. And 
your mindset to understand who God is and then understanding that you are a daughter of the king and knowing what that means for you as your identity and then how do you operate in that. This is all about mindset. And so your soil matters. What you are planting these seeds in matters. And really, at the end of the day, it's, it's real basic, real basic. It's in order to have rich soil, you've got to be spending time with the Lord in your Bible, reading the actual Bible and praying, not just for things, but praying to God. Yes, that's part of it. But part of prayer is also hearing the voice of God. And so these three things, reading your Bible, praying, and discerning God's voice are so crucial to having a healthy mindset that you can constantly be renewed and refreshed so that when he does identify the seeds that he wants to plant in your garden, that there's no chance of it failing. It's, it's going to produce good stuff. And then the second question is, what are you planting? You know, what are you planting in your soil? So first of all, if you have unhealthy soil, there's your first problem. We, we have got to take care of that first, unhealthy soil. Then the second part is that, well, with the seeds, like asking you this honest question, what kind of seeds are you planting? Are you planting seeds of faith, seeds of hope, seeds of love, you know, like the goodness of God, or are you planting seeds of fear? Are you planting seeds of doubt, of anger, of pride, of bitterness? And we can go on and on and on. What are you planting? What seeds are you planting? Are you believing that God created you on purpose for a purpose? Or are you planting the seed that you're not good enough to be used by God? These things really matter. And oftentimes we don't really identify what the seeds are because a lot of the times they've happened. It's something that's happened to us uh, when we were little, or it's something somebody said to us that we probably didn't even process it at the time. But it was a way that the enemy planted a uh, seed in your garden that it's just wreaked havoc and it's it's yielded weeds and it has held you back from actually living in God's fullness and I'll talk a little bit more about how to how to pull the weeds uh, that'll be another episode in and of itself I'm trying to just get you a really good visual of what I'm talking about when we talk about mindset strategies and the fact that you have you have control over what things are planted in your mind and you have control over how healthy your soil is because you have an opportunity every day to spend time with the Lord, read read his word, and, uh, and to be able to hear his voice. Now, I feel like I've got to give a disclaimer here because some of you are listening. I, I know you're saying, but every time I read the Bible, it doesn't make sense to me. Or, you know, I've asked God, about xyz and i i don't hear his voice i feel like he is ignoring me or he doesn't answer me and i want you to know that that was me for most of my life until i well first of all had you know a very life-changing traumatic year and that i literally was emptied of pretty much everything except of god and my identity in him uh but 
I have been the girl who, yeah, I shared with you already. I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, went to private school, all the things. You know, it was like, basically, it wasn't a choice whether or not I, I knew who God was, you know. I mean, yes, it was, but it wasn't because it's just, it's just how I was raised. But I personally never read the entire Bible until 2018, now, I can quote scripture. I was putting up verses on my Facebook and my Insta and, you know, all these places. And I, I, I knew Bible stories, right? But I had never read the entire Bible. Much because of that reason of it being too confusing. Especially, like I said, having grown up on King James, I felt like I was defeated before I would even start reading it. It felt like kind of like Shakespeare. And I, I didn't really like that. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. But I can, if I can give you hope today... <laughs> That having a relationship with God takes effort and reading God's word takes effort. But that is the main way that God speaks to us. I actually have a free three-day workshop that you can do. I'll actually drop that in the link. So I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but I guess it fits because it's so crucial to you really laying a solid foundation. It's called Flourish Workshop. It's free. It's three days. It teaches you how to read the Bible it teaches you how to pray and how to hear God's voice. And I went from that confused, I was so confused every time I opened my Bible to literally craving it like, oh my goodness, I can't get enough. I All I want to do is read my Bible. <laughs> and it sounds funny to even say it because I know how frustrated I was before, but I want to give you hope that you too can really learn how to read God's word and hear and, and discern and, and literally have the Holy Spirit speak to you as, as you're reading it to really get something from it. Because that's really how we water our gardens, by continuing to renew our minds in God's truth, in God's word. Because the world is constantly bombarding us with its, its seeds and its type of water uh, but we know that, you know, Jesus is, is the living, he's like the living water, that he's the only one that will satisfy and quench our thirst. But the world's constantly trying to give us a, a fake uh, alternative to, to who God is. So literally, in order to cultivate rich soil and to be able to know what seeds you should plant and to continue to nourish you got to nourish to flourish, sister. You've got to nourish to flourish. And that's the part of the watering. And so your mindset is so important. And the last part of this is the weeding your garden. And how do you weed your garden? We're going to do a specific, I have a feeling, and actually I would love to invite you to hop on over into Garden of Favor Facebook group so that you can share with me and our community what is it that's holding you back? What are the what are the things? What are the insecurities that are holding you back? What are the obstacles that are holding you back from really going all in with God's calling on your life and specifically with your business? What's what's holding you back? Uh, those will give me a great place to start and to to have content to share with you specifically. And I know the women who I work with one on one share all the time. So I, I know a lot of the common things, but would love to hear from you so that I can create specific episodes that speak directly to your heart and give you some resources and some strategies in order for you to overcome whatever it is that you're battling. So weeding your garden, listen, it boils down to this. It's weeding is repenting. 
And I know in the Christian circle that, I don't know, I grew up thinking that word sounded kind of bad, like, oh, repent, repent. Uh, but literally repent is simply means to turn away from. And I actually heard recently that the alternative is also, or to turn back to. Um, and so to turn away from, right, if you're doing something that's not right, whether that's a believing a certain thing or doing a certain thing, but weeding our garden is literally, it's, it's taking up space. Weeds take up space that was never meant to be there. And God doesn't want us to have weeds in our garden. So, so much of that is identifying the lies, asking for forgiveness for, for believing those lies and for, uh, for really living that way, whatever that is. There could be a bunch of different things. And then replacing it with God's truth. What does God say? What does God say about that? And so I know for me, one of the weeds that I believed for so long was that I had to work harder to make more money. And that being a workaholic, I wore that as a badge of honor. And I thought because I was a workaholic and I was proving myself and I was working 60, 70 hours a week that I was... I was really wearing that like it was a, like a badge of honor, like it was a good thing. And God showed me, you know, after having three kids and I'm finally like, oh my goodness, I can't keep up with this life. I cannot keep up with this. Being a workaholic is not sexy. It's actually awful and it's ruining my family. It's ruining my own sanity. It's stressing me out, you know, all the things. And so uh, God showed me, hey, that's a weed that you had in your in your mind. You believe that you had to work harder to experience my, my blessings. And God showed me that he's not after my hustle. God is after my heart. So I think that's a word for someone listening to this, that God is not, not looking for your hustle. You don't have to prove anything to him. God simply wants your heart. So that was a lie. That was a weed that I believed for so long that I had to work harder to get more and I had to sacrifice more to get more. And that was a lie. And God showed me that I was believing that. So what I do, I had to pull out that weed and then you have this soil, right, that I was continuing to nourish in his truth in his word and praying and spending time with him and growing my relationship with him that I was able to then plant truth, which is God's looking for my heart. And when I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then he adds the things to you, right? And that's, that's for you too. When you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then he will, then, it's the then, right? There's a, it's a chain reaction. And I don't know about you, but like I used to wake up every morning and the first thing I would do is check my text messages, my Facebook messenger, my email, my Instagram, all the things and it was like, whoa, I wasn't seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. And I've got a lot of tips to help you reframe your brain and set yourself up for success in that way. But again, I'll share all sorts of mindset strategies with you. I'm just trying to give you an, over, like an overview of where this whole idea comes from, that your mind is like a garden. Your soil matters. The seeds that you, one, plant, and then two, Recognize and don't plant is really important. And then watering it. How do you soul care? Like how do you take care of the seeds that you have sowed? How do you continue to nourish those seeds in order to allow them to flourish? And then the ongoing part of weeding your garden. 
and repenting of, of the, the sin that you have in your life because sin separates us from God. That's all sin is. Sin, sin is, it separates us from him. And so you know, I find that a lot of people who don't hear God's voice, this was me. I was living, you know, in my 20s. I had a whole other, you know, I wasn't living I was doing things that I wouldn't want my mom and dad to see. I was doing things I wouldn't want my pastor to see, right? And so, but that was keeping me separated from God. And so while sometimes we're like, oh, I can't hear God's voice. Well, in all reality, God's always speaking to us. And as we're talking about gardens and like, I'm a visual person, right? I think of a hill. God's God's always speaking, but when we sin, it takes us to a hill further away from him. And you think about mountains and God's speaking, but if he's so far away and you can't hear his voice because the sin in your life is separated from you from hearing his voice, well, then we need to repent. We need to weed the garden. We need to ask for forgiveness for the way that we've been living so that then we can get closer to him and hear his voice and then get direction and continue to live like him and be in that same mindset. So this is a lot to go over in one episode. Like I said, the whole this whole podcast is going to be about mindset strategies and kingdom blueprints, which I'll be talking about in episode number three, diving into kingdom blueprints. And literally, this is what we're talking about forever because your mindset matters. And God wants to continue to transform you by the renewing of your mind so that you can renew your mind daily to be more like Jesus, to have a mind more like him. So that is what we are going to talk about here on the Garden of Favor, which I'm super excited about. So I talked about a few things. I'll leave all of the links to the Bible, to the Flourish workshop, if you would like to to check that out. And uh, before I go, I would absolutely love to invite you to the Garden of Favor Facebook community. It's thousands of other women just like you who love Jesus and love business. And we're really committed to doing life and doing business God's way. And our theme is iron sharpens iron, that we really encourage each other to live how God wants us to live and to to flourish and bloom into all he's created us to be. So hop on over there, um, share with me any of your mindset, like what's tripping you up right now. I would absolutely love to have some specific topics you'd like me to tackle in the upcoming episodes to help you through whatever it is, the mindset that you're in now and how to get you into uh, in a Christ-like mindset. And then last, if you are, if you have owned a business for a while or, or perhaps you're kind of in between, like I've been so many times in my life and you're looking for some strategies specific where we can talk one-on-one, I do offer one-on-one coaching, whether that's a one-time call or, you know, a, a a package where you get, you know, several months, we can certainly do that. But if you're interested at all in that, let me know. And I can start, I can send you my coaching menu so that you have that to look over. And I would absolutely love to hold a safe place for you to identify what it is in your garden that is holding you back. What are the weeds that have been planted that you probably don't even know where they stem from, the root of them? That is a gift that I feel God has given me to be able to help women identify the weeds and pull them so that we can then replace the weeds with God's seeds and his truths so that you can continue to flourish in your calling. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you had any aha moments, I would absolutely love it for you to leave. Leave a comment, you know, leave a review and like I said, connect with us in the Garden of Favor Facebook community. 
Uh, and I can't wait for tomorrow's episode, which is all about the second pillar of the co my coaching practice, which is Kingdom Blueprints. I will see you in episode three.